Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. If you seem to sense an aura of cold dampness that permeates this room, attribute it not to either defective air conditioning or inclement indoor weather. It's simply because this is rather a special place with a special statuary and special paintings. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to this Saturday Cartoon Edition. That's right, it's Cartoon Edition because Kimmy is in the studio. Yeah, if you're listening to the day the show's uploaded, it's February 10th, episode number 1518. Right next to me is my cartoon. Hi there, I am your host, Patrick Riley. You weigh 163 pounds. You are a very stupid fellow and not likely to succeed. And most of that is true, and right next to me is Kimmy. You don't know how much I've missed all of you, and I promise you I'll never desert you again. You see, this is my life. It always will be. There's nothing else. Just us. Cameras and those wonderful people out there in the dark. Camera zooming in for her close-up. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. <laughs> How are you on this favorite day of the week for you? Awesome. Yes, it is a Saturday, if you haven't figured that out. And thank you for making us, well, part of your weekend, hopefully the entire weekend. Matter of fact, we can be part of the entire week because we have a brand new show every single day. Please help the show grow. Tell your friends you found a place that offers a little bit of a, well, a difference. And pop culture escapism is what we're all about. Daily shows, we talk about everything under the umbrella of pop culture. It could be old movies, it could be current movies, it could be classic TV or current TV could be anything collecting and so much more it's it's a lot of things under the world of pop culture right yes memories that's right memories things of yesterday and maybe making some good memories for tomorrow that's what the riley and kimmy show mm-hmm. is all about you can find archived episodes also an easy way to listen to the riley and kimmy show take us anywhere on planet earth through iHeartRadio, itunes and soundcloud all available on our website, also social media links like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Please help the show grow and follow us. Stay connected with us. And celebrity interviews that we have done, they are available on our website. What is our web address? RileyandKimmy.com Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com Pop culture escapism. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. 
That's a big question on this Saturday. Is Kimmy thinking about cartoons or can she actually play some trivia? Do you want to test your brain cells, Kimmy, with a thrilling days of yesteryear and some pop culture trivia? What say you? Yeah. We need to warn you the timeline, the pop culture trivia timeline has been adjusted. It's not running in chronological or linear order. Please help Kimmy shout out some answers to her. Yes, yell at whatever computing device you're listening to the Riley and Kimmy show on right now. It could be anything because we are mobile. We are global. You can take us anywhere on planet Earth. She actually believes in time travel answers, so let's put that to the test on this very tough Pop culture trivia. Watch out, Kimmy. It's going to be a tough one. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Moving to that very first question for you, Kimmy. It was on this date in history. The very first one of these was introduced. It happened in New York City. I am your singing telegram. Yes, the singing telegram was introduced on this date in history. Give us what year within 10 years did the singing telegram come to be? Hmm. Shout out an answer for Kimmy. She needs some help here. 1895. The singing telegram Kimmy came to be was first introduced in 1933. Oops. Did Have you ever received a singing telegram? No. And have you known anybody who's ever received a singing telegram? Well, well, wait a minute. Um, do you count like Thrilla Gorilla kind of thing? Thrilla Gorilla. Kimmy's referring to somebody that I know from way back when that used to dress up in a gorilla suit and show up and do birthday things. Mm-hmm. Well, no. I'm talking no. about somebody oh, who actually okay. sings no. a birthday greeting, not shows up then, with balloons and or as a clown or whatever. No, then. Okay. I knew somebody who, whose profession was they were a singing telegram performer. This was in northwestern Illinois, south Wisconsin. Not going to say where. You know where. Uh-huh. And you, that was a thriving existence there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. this was an area that was about the size of Mayberry, right? Uh-huh. You know where I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The place you don't drink the water, right? Yes. <laughs> that place. It was on this date in history. This cartoon was created by Hanna-Barbera. It debuted on NGM. Can you give me the decade that this cartoon about a cat and a mouse came to be? Can you first of all tell me the name of the cat and mouse cartoon? Tom and Jerry? Yes, Tom and Jerry came to be. What decade, Kimmy, will make it easier for you? Was it the 1940s, 1950s, 1960s, or 1970s? 1960s? Tom and Jerry started out in movies, Kimmy, before going to TV. And 1940s is the answer. Wow. It's 1940 that actually Tom and Jerry saw the silver screen for the very first time. That's how they got into television because they were looking for cheap kind of programming way back when. And these were already done in the can because of films. And they just kind of made a transition to TV. It was on a date in 1939, a movie. I'm not going to ask you really what the movie is because that would not be fair. But it is a classic Western directed by John Ford. Was released on a date in 1939, Kimmy. It is called Stagecoach. It premiered in Miami, Florida on this date. Tell me the star, the male star of Stagecoach. John Ford film, 1939. Friends just call me Ringo. Nickname I had as a kid. Right name's Henry. Seems to me I knew your family, Henry. Didn't I fix your arm once when you uh, bucked off a horse? 
Are you Doc Boone? I certainly am. That was my kid brother broke his arm. You did a good job, Doc. Even if you was drunk. What happened to that boy whose arm I fixed? He was murdered. Who played Ringo, the star in Stagecoach? John Wayne. Yes, that's his big breakthrough film. Actually, he did a lot of films before that, but that's the big one. That is Stagecoach. The year is 1940. This song hits number one. Kimmy, tell me who it is. Can you tell me who has that number one hit, the year 1940? Glenn Miller. That's correct. Can you tell me the name of the song by chance for bonus points? Oh, I should be able to, but I can't. You're not in the mood to tell me. In the mood? Yes, Kimmy. I don't know how you picked up on that. Yes, it is in the mood. Maybe somebody shouted that one out to you. The year is 1942. The first ever gold record is awarded for selling one million copies. It's a big deal, especially 1942 when you think about it. Tell me who received that gold record for one million sales. And bonus points if you can tell me the name of the song. hit as an instrumental it would have words lyrics that would uh, come to be on other recordings can you tell me the name of well who had the hit first of all who got the the gold record um is it glenn miller yes it is kind of a trick question we have Mm. back-to-back glenn millers there can you tell me the name of the song kimmy chattanooga choo-choo you got it right the year we're staying in oldies here for you you see how do you like these oldies kimmy Mm yeah uh, I think Kimmy's going, yeah, how are you, why are you doing this to me? All right, we're staying in the golden oldies. Kimmy, the year is 1945. This song hits number one. Tell me the name of the recording group. It's a, it's a trio who has this as a hit. If you ever go down Trinidad, they make you feel so very glad. Calypso sing and make a rhyme. Guarantee you one real good fine time. Drinking rum and Coca-Cola. Go down point Kumana, both mother and daughter, working for the Yankee dollar. 1945, that is number one. Who is it? Um, The Lennon sisters? That's an interesting guess. Very good. It is sisters, Kimmy. It's not the Lemon sisters. Want to take another guess? They would have the uh, uh, hit, you know, the Bugle Boy, Boogie Woogie Bugle mm. Boy, of, you know, Company B. It's them. Mm-hmm. Bette Midler would do their do a cover of their big hit. I can't do it. See, Andrew's Sisters. 19, Andrew's Sisters. Yeah, 1945 Rum and Coca-Cola. The year is 1956. This song is recorded. Gimme, tell me who would have this as a hit.
Long Tall Sally is recorded 1956 by whom? Little Richard. That's correct. The year is 1968. This song hits number three. Tell us the title. Bonus points if you can tell us who had it as a hit. Don't think you can do that, but I think you know the song. Tell me the name of this hit. I call you up and ask you if you'd like to go with me and see a movie. Can you tell me the name of that hit? Spooky. Bonus points. If you can tell us who had that as a hit. Mm. 1968. Mm, I can't. It's the classics four who had that as a number three hit. It would be covered by many but that is the the big one right there. Mm-hmm. The year is 1971. The album Tapestry is released. Tell me who has that album. Here's one of the hits from it. I feel the earth move under my feet. I feel the sky tumbling down. I feel my heart start to tremble and whenever you're around. Oh, baby. Tapestry was the album, the single I Feel the Earth Move, number one, was off of that album. Who had the album? Carol King. That's correct. She would also have another number one hit off of it. What was it? Um, can't think of it. And it's too late, baby, now. It's too late. So we really did try to make it. And that's right. It's too late, number one, off of that tapestry that was released on this date, 1971. Carol King just celebrated her 76th birthday. That was yesterday. The year is 1978. This group's debut album was released. The album peaked at number 19 on the Billboard 200. Here's one of the singles. Tell me the name of the band. What is the name of the group? Van Halen. And that just happens to be the name of the debut album. That single, Running With The Devil, not a top 40 hit. Hit number 84 on the Billboard Hot 100. It would become a big song, though, on classic rock stations, album rock radio stations. And then eventually a staple to them for them in their concerts. The year is 1979. This song peaks at number one. Tell us the name of the single. What is the name of that hit? Do ya think I'm sexy? Number one, 1979. Who has that as a hit? Rod Stewart. Yes, Mod Rod. We're looking for the year, Kimmy, with a plus or minus of one year. This TV show celebrated its 100th episode. It was on this, well, night on this date in history. Give us the year, but first tell us the name of the TV show. Here is two, the two stars 
talking about that special 100th episode, Identify the TV Show. Oh, uh, first of all, it's a it's a miracle that uh, that we uh, that that we've made a hundred episodes at all. It's a miracle that you make one episode, and. Um, uh, I, for one, I'm I'm happy to be here. <laughs> um, well, it's a continuation. It's con- well, like to- today, for us to be here celebrating the hundredth show, it's critical because you're saying, um, uh, from, my, from my point of view, because we're in over 50 countries in the world and people keep coming back from all over to see stuff like that, I, I don't look at it as just limited to critical view. Well, actually, um, uh, we have. Um, the ultimate arbiter, the ultimate arbiter of that question is the viewing public. Um, uh, as far as I'm concerned, um, it's time to move on to other things. All right, talking about the end actually being announced that season, can you tell me the name of the TV show? Miami Vice. Yes, Miami Vice, it's 100th episode, seen on TV, what year, with a plus or minus of one year? 87. 1989, that happened. The year, Kimmy, is 1987. This debut album is released. The album has four top ten singles that hit the Billboard Hot 100. Tell me whose album it is. Here's one of the singles. Who is it, Gimme? Expose. That's right. Come Go With Me was not a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100. It was number five in 1987. But Kimmy knows it quite well because it was a number one dance club song of 1987. I'm sure she danced to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you did. Okay. The year is 2004. This person's album, The College Dropout, was released. Tell me who it is. We have multiple clues if you need it. Here's one of the singles. But I'm a champion, so I turn tragedy to triumph. Make music that's fire. Slip my soul through the wire. You know what I'm saying? When the doctor told me I had a, um, I was going to have a plate in my chain. I said, dog, don't you realize I'm never making it on a plane now? It's bad enough I got all this jewelry on. Kimmy, can you tell me who that is? That is his debut single, Through the Wire. Does sample Shaka Khan's Through the Fire. Do you know who it is? Snoop Dogg? No, it's not. Here's another single, All Falls Down. Now she looks like Eve. And she be dealing with some issues that you can't believe. Single black female addicted to retail as well. Uh. And when it falls down, who you gonna call now? Come on, come on, and when it all falls down, man, I promise, I'm so self-conscious, that's why you always see me with at least one of my watches, rollies and posses. Who is that, Kimmy? Who had their album out on this date, College Dropout, 2004? LL Cool J? No, Extra Clue. He's one of the best-selling artists of all time, having sold more than 32 million albums and 100 million digital downloads worldwide. He has won a total of 21 Grammy Awards, making him one of the most awarded artists of all time and the most Grammy-awarded artist to have debuted in the 21st century. Want to take another guess? Hmm. Here is your final clue. In 2014, he married Kim Kardashian. Um, Kanye West? That is right. 
on this date. The 50th Grammy Awards happened in 2008. This person wins three Grammy Awards, including Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best Female Pop Vocal Performance. She wins for this song. Tell me who it is. They tried to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. Yes, I've been black, but when I come back, no, no, no. I ain't got the time. And if my daddy thinks I'm fine, he's trying to make me go to rehab. I won't go, go, go. Who is that, Kimmy? Amy Winehouse. That's right. By the way, that song, Rehab, peaked at number seven in the United Kingdom on its singles chart and number nine on the Billboard Hot 100 in the States. It became her only top ten hit in the United States. Celebrity and notable birthdays. Famous people born on this date. This person born 1893. He was one of America's most popular and familiar personalities of the 1920s through the 1970s. He narrated a certain animated Christmas special, Kimmy, back in 1969. Let's see if you can identify who he is. I suppose it all started with the snow. You see, it was a very special kind of snow. A snow to make the happy happy and the giddy even giddy. A snow to make a home coming homier and natural enemies friends. Natural. For it was the first snow of the season. And as any child can tell you, there's a certain magic to the very first snow. Especially when it falls on the day before Christmas. For when the first snow is also a Christmas snow, <laughs> well, something wonderful is bound to happen. Who is it, Kimmy? Jimmy Durante. That's correct. And what was the cartoon he narrated? Oh. Can you tell me that cartoon? Um, 19- Frosty the Snowman? Frosty the Snowman was a jolly happy soul. With a corncup pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Yeah, you got that right. Now, you know, that helped another generation discover Jimmy Durante, but also he did commercials a little bit before that, it also put him in the spotlight for a younger generation. Kellogg's? You know, I've been looking for the perfect word to describe the world's favorite cereal. Kellogg's cornflakes. I looked in Webster's Dictionary. I looked in Oxford Intercollegiate. Not so I dipped into the real thing. And the word came to me in a flash. Ultra tasty flavoring that pour a bowl of Kellogg's on the I wish I had a time to give you more than just the abbreviation. Extra crispy, activated, crunch a bunch of flakerated, appetizer, lycerated corn. I hope it fits on the package. Jimmy Durante also did commercials into the 70s for like Volkswagen and other things too. Now, Kimmy, there was a certain cartoon character for Hanna-Barbera that... His voice, his likeness was utilized for. Can you tell me the name of the character? I will give you a bonus, well, a little clue here. It was a dog. Hannah Barbera. Mm. Jimmy Durante voice, but it was not Jimmy Durante who did the voice. It was originally done by Doug Young. 
don't know. What's wrong, Oggy Doggy? Our new car won't go. Well, how much horsepower you got? No horsepower quit draw. Just one dog-tired dog power. Let's go, Oggy. Your doggy daddy is a poop poodle. Come on, son. Put him up. What's up, doggy daddy? I'm teaching Oggy Doggy the manly art of self-defense. Don't be afraid, Oggy. Let me have like this. That's my boy there. Knocking a chip off for the old buck. Yes, Doggy Daddy, that is the voice imitation of Durante that was used in the Oggy Doggy and Doggy Daddy cartoons. You remember those, right? Don't you do, right? Come on. Mm. You watch the Huckleberry Hound. You watch the Quick mm-hmm. Draw stuff. You had, you, had, you had to be exposed mm-hmm. to Doggy Daddy. This person born 1906, gimme, actor identified with the Universal Monsters, the classics, gimme. He played the big three. He played Dracula. He played Frankenstein. He played the mummy. As a matter of fact, he played the wolf man, who was born 1906. Who are you? Why have you freed me from the ice that imprisoned the beast that lived within me? Why? No earthly power can help those that are marked by the sign of the pentagram. I did, but he became more interested in the monster than he was in me. When the villagers learned that he had brought the monster back to life, they blew up the dam. And now you've brought me back to a life of misery. With each full moon, I turn into a werewolf. I kill. Who is that? Who played all four of the major horror characters, Kimmy, for Universal? Lon Chaney Jr.? You're insane. I tell you, I killed a wolf. A plain, ordinary wolf. Evil spell. Pentagram. Wolfbane. Oh, I'm sick of the whole thing. I'm going to get out of here. That's right, Kimmy. Lon Chaney Jr., Actually, they dropped the junior off after uh, the Wolfman was born on this date. Moving somewhere else on the timeline, Kimmy, this next individual composer born on this date. That's Jerry Goldsmith, born 1929, died 2004 at the age of 75. Known for his work in film and TV, a lot of films, a lot of television shows. Let's just see if you can identify some of the things he has scored, television and film-wise. Are you up for that, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. First, a TV theme from 1964. He did the main theme and some of its episodes. Let's see if you can identify that TV show. Can you identify the TV show? I can't. It's spy-based. Does that help? Uh, I spy? No, good guess. You met one of the one of the stars of this spy show. Man from Uncle? Yes, you got it because you met uh, Robert Vaughn, right? Not really. You did meet Robert I Vaughn. I saw him. Okay. Eating well, lunch. Okay, that's close enough. You were a kid. And you didn't know who he was. That even, right. makes it, that even makes it more precious. And Jerry Goldsmith did this, one of my favorite film scores of all time, one of the groovy sounds of 1966. <laughs> Staying in that spy theme, he did Our Man Flint, which was James Colburn's film. He did also the sequel In Like Flint. I just love this groovy sound by Jerry Goldsmith.
It was a spoof on James Bond and those spy kind of films, but it is very fun. It's really cool seeing James Gold, uh, you know, Colburn doing his thing. Uh, he, he was great in this. Everything is just, it's flawless. And this added to it being flawless, the score to Our Man Flint from 1966. He also did Planet of the Apes in 1968. He did this TV show, its main theme, 1969. Kimmy is when it debuted, Identify the TV Show. should be almost impossible trivia for Kimmy, but can you identify this TV show that kind of revolved around the world of education, be the best way to put it? Room 222. Oh, I, I've never met anybody on planet Earth that has watched Room 222, and you can identify the theme. That is Scary by Jerry Goldsmith. He did this TV theme, Kimmy, and he did some of their episodes, but he did the main theme. Tell me the name of the TV show. Kimmy, can you identify the TV show? The Waltons? Yes, that's uh, Jerry Goldsmith. You see, he, he's one of those composers that I like because he doesn't sound like the same on everything. There are some, not going to name whom, that you go, oh, I know that's such and such. He definitely was different. Good example of different from the Waltons in 1972 to this one in 1973 on TV. Tell me the name of the TV show he scored. <laughs> identify the TV show, Kimmy. Barnaby Jones? That's right. Barnaby Jones, 1973. That's one of his. He did the film The Omen in 76. Alien in 1979. Identify this film and eventual TV theme that he did in 1979. Kimmy, tell me the name of the franchise. Can you identify it? The Next Generation? Uh, we'll accept that. It's originally done for Star Trek, the motion picture, the, the first Star Trek film, 1979, and then would be used with Next Generation. He did Poltergeist in 1982 and its others that followed. And we'll close with this one. See if you can identify the final Jerry Goldsmith score, even though he did many, many more, way more than this. See if you can identify this one. Kimmy, tell me the movie that he scored. identify that movie basic instinct put your ice pick down you are you're you're right Kimmy. <laughs> jerry goldsmith born on this date somebody to check out i please check out his music i love uh, most of his stuff is in my my library i love jerry goldsmith next individual celebrating a birthday today kimmy tell me how old he is once you identify him he He's done a lot of things in film, but known for television work. See if you can identify one of the TV shows he is known for. It's, well, it aired 1968 to 1970. Can you identify the TV show, Kimmy? 
takes a thief. Ooh. Oh, but look, Al, I'm not asking you to spy. Just asking you to steal. Yes, it takes a thief, one of my favorite TV themes of all time. Known for some other television programs as well. And also for playing in the Austin Powers trilogy, played number two in that, 1997, 1999, and 2002. But I know him for playing Alexander Monday on It Takes a Thief. Tell me who it is, who's having a birthday. Noah, feeding the pigeons is a tremendous turn-on. But if it's all the same to you, I promised my parole officer a fast set of tennis. You're not supposed to play with your parole officer. It's your fault. You always assign the most muscular girls in the SIA. Strictly to keep up appearances. We want you to look like a big-time playboy, so we provide you with convincing play toys. Tennis is an ideal image. Rich, healthy, and harmless. And who is it? Who's having a birthday, Kimmy? Robert Wagner. That's right. How old is Robert Wagner today within five years? Eighty. Robert Wagner is celebrating his 88th birthday today. A movie I highly recommend. I think you have seen it. A classic, Kimmy. From 1956, Robert Wagner stars in a movie called A Kiss Before Dying, co-starring with Jeffrey Hunter, Joanne Woodward, one of her first appearances on film. Wagner plays a charming, intelligent man who will stop at nothing to get his life where he wants it to go, including murder. Highly recommend A Kiss Before Dying. Dory, you've had money all your life. You couldn't do without it. We'd beat each other's throats in a year. Oh, no, we wouldn't. Not us. All right. Okay, honey, we love each other so much we never argue. So where are we? In a furnished room with paper drapes eating spaghetti seven nights a week? If I saw you living like that, I'd... I'd take out insurance and jump in front of a car. I had a plan so beautifully. I'd have come to Payson with you. Met him. I'd have gotten him to like me. We'd have gotten married. Come back here to finish up. Our little apartment of our own right near campus. And no early morning classes. Oh, stop it! Dory. What are you trying to do? Why are you saying these things? Look, I'm pregnant now, right now. I know, honey. I know, but I was just trying to show you how beautiful it could have been. But it isn't. It's the way it is. Dory, I know, I know it is, but... All I'm asking is just wait a few days. 1956, A Kiss Before Dying. Actually, a shocking movie for its time period, especially how he kills her. Remember how he kills her, Kimmy? He doesn't kill her right then. He sets her up. I don't know. He pushes her off a rooftop. They meet on top of a rooftop. They're going to get married, and he says, meet me at the city hall. We'll get married. That's what the couple of days was all about. She meets him at the city hall. Darn, everybody's out to lunch. He knew that was going to happen. They go up to the rooftop to take a, you know, a gander, a look at the city and talk. And she sits on the edge. He gets her, manipulates her to sit on the edge of the of the roof. And he pushes her off. Wow. She goes splat. And he leaves. Not going to tell you if he gets cut or not. It's one of the best films of the 1950s. Fantastic film to check out. That's Robert Wagner, who's celebrating a birthday today. I must point out, on February 1st of this year, Robert Wagner was named as a person of interest in the death of Natalie Wood, his wife. That was by the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. 
We have a video interview that we did with Natalie Wood's sister, Lana. It's on our website, RileyandKimmy.com. Lana talks about classic Hollywood and her sister, Natalie. You can check that out. That's a video interview, right, Kimmy? Mm -hmm. Next individual celebrating a birthday. Now, she's either 81 or she's 79. Uh, there's discrepancy. There's, no, there's nothing firm that says this person is 81 or 79. It's one or the other. A singer, Kimmy, tell me who it is. Here's your clue. First time ever I saw A song that became a hit because of the 1971 film Play Misty for Me. That song reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and the easy listening charts. April of 1972 was there for six weeks at number one on both lists. Can you tell me who the recording artist is who's having a birthday? Roberta Flack. Is that with a question mark or a definite? A question mark? You are right, Kimmy. And she also had another hit right after that in 1973. Strumming my pen with his fingers. Singing my life with his words. Killing me softly with his song. Killing me softly with his song, 1973, number one. And then shortly after that. Ooh, that's the time. I feel like making love. Number one hit, 1974, Feel Like Making Love. That's Roberta Flack having a birthday today. Kimmy, identify this birthday person. Tell me how old he is. You have a plus or minus of five years. American former competitive swimmer. One time you'd see him on Wheaties and just about every commercial on planet Earth. He was a nine-time Olympic champion, former world record holder in seven events. That's swimming. He won seven gold medals in the 1972 Summer Olympics in Germany. Who? West Germany, that is. Who is it? Mark Spitz. That's correct. How old is he today, within five years? Hmm. 70? He is 68 today. Tell me why this person is on the famous list, Kimmy. He's celebrating his 58th birthday. It is Lionel Cartwright. I don't know. You do know him. He is an American country artist. Matter of fact, one of the, my favorite country songs of all time, that he had 1990 a hit at number eight. I had a six transistor when I was a kid. Under my pillow, I kept a kid. When the lights went out and no one could see, over the airwaves, the world came to me. I'd go through the stations till I found a game. I knew how they played by the sounds of their names. The sluggers hit homers, those pitchers threw snow. And I watched it all on my radio. At the crack of the bat, I knew how far it go. And I watched it all on my radio. I watched it all on my radio. Lionel Cartwright having his 58th birthday today. Next person, Kimmy, tell me who it is. Currently the chief anchor and chief political correspondent for ABC News. A co-anchor of Good Morning America right now. 
host of ABC's Sunday Morning This Week. That's that political show. He's a regular substitute anchor for ABC World News Tonight. He worked with the Clintons when President Clinton was in office. Can you tell me who it is? Good morning. President Trump ramped up his war on the FBI this week, signaling he'll do whatever it takes to discredit the Russia probe. He's already fired one FBI director, forced out a deputy, publicly attacked his attorney general, and threatened other officials behind closed doors. Kimmy, can you identify the birthday person? George Stephanopoulos. That's correct. And how old is he today within five years? Uh, 60. He is 57. Next person, actress Kimmy. She's been in many, many things. But we've isolated her voice in one film that I think you're quite familiar with from 1990. Once you identify the film, who she is, tell us how old she is within five years. Here is your clue. Listen carefully. Are you listening? Mm-hmm. My cousin Dale was always fighting bad ideas. See, Dale loved Christmas. We used to call him Jingle Dale. He wanted Christmas to last all year long. He sure would scream out when his mama told him it was summertime and Christmas was six months off. And also, he would say that he felt those men with black rubber gloves was following him around. Dale said that trust and the spirit of Christmas was destroyed by ideas being controlled by aliens wearing black gloves. These aliens would get Dale to do all kinds of things. Then he'd carry on about the weather. Talk about how rainfalls controlled by aliens living on Earth. Aunt Rudy told Dale that one day he would realize that the alien wearing the black gloves was him. Can you identify, first of all, the film that is from? Wild at Heart. That's correct. Can you tell me who the actress is? Laura Dern. That's right. How old is Laura Dern today within five years? 52. <laughs> He's not funny. You more and sort of got what you come for. Uh-oh. Baby, you better run me back to the hotel. You got me hotter in Georgia asphalt. Uh, you made it within the five years, Kimmy. Uh, she is 51 today. I see dead people. Notable deaths, famous people, celebrities who died on this date in history. The year is 1957. This author, known for a series of children's books, passes away, Kimmy, at the age of 90. Those children's books would be made into a TV series. Tell me the name of the series, the books, the TV show, either one. And then tell me who passed away. What is the name of the series, Kimmy? Little House on the Prairie. That's right. Who passed away? 1957. Laura Ingalls Wilder. Yeah, and who played her on the TV series? Melissa Gilbert. You're you're on a roll here, Kimmy. The year is 1992. This American author, writer, dies at the age of 70. He was a best-selling author of a 1976 book that would become a huge television miniseries. Tell me the name of the book, the miniseries, and who passed away on this date, 1992. Kunta. Kunta Kinte. What is the name of his, well, his famous material? 
Roots. And Who Passed Away, 1992. Alex Haley. That's correct. 2008, this American actor dies at the age of 75. He was in a huge film in 1975 and its sequel in 1978. Tell me, who died on this date? Give me 2008. Slow ahead. I can go slow ahead. Come on down and chump some of this shit. You're going to need a bigger boat. Bet your life I've made up my mind. But I'm telling you and I'm telling everybody at this table that that's a shark. And I know what a shark looks like because I've seen one up close. And you better do something about this one because I don't intend to go through that hell again. He's known for the movie Jaws and Jaws 2. Kimmy, who passed away on this date 2008? Roy Scheider. That's correct. He died at the age of 75. Starred in many things, including Blue Thunder in 1983. Played the, you know, the helicopter pilot in that. All that jazz. I don't know if you've ever seen that. That's fantastic. 1979. And he was in an episode of Canon. Also hosted Saturday Night Live in 1985. Next person, Kimmy. An American actress famous for the 1930s dies at the age of 85, 2014. Tell me who dies on this date. Here is your clue. Animal crackers in my soup. Monkeys and rabbits meet the loop. Gosh, oh, but I have fun swallowing animals one by one. In every bowl of soup I see. Lions and tigers watching me. I make them jump right through Wahoo. Those animal crackers and my soup. 2014, who passed away, Kimmy? Shirley Temple. That's right. She died at the age of 85. I think you did a fantastic job on today's trivia. Thank you. We're going to go back in time and honor something we talked about with the golden age of radio. Radio We mentioned actor Robert Wagner having his 88th birthday today. He was no stranger to the golden age of radio. We have an excellent example here. Something a little bit different for him. You might not think of him in this kind of role. He co-stars with Mona Freeman in something called Young Lovers. It's from 1954. Here's Robert Wagner on The Riley and Kimmy Show. It was in Czechoslovakia a year ago. A high vaulted room in a prison's turret, the city of Prague. There was a boy named Yinrich, and he was 21. And until this morning, he'd been a student at the communist controlled university. And now he faced his inquisitors. Go to the window, Yinrich. Go on, Yinrich. Go to the window. Now, down there. Do you see the automobiles? The automobiles. Do you see them? Yenrik? Yenrik? Yes. Yes, I see them. And the people? Yes. And the building of the Ministry of War? Yes. Therefore, they exist because you see them. You understand, Yenrik? Please. Yes, what is it? Comrades. Of course we are all comrades, Yenrik. This comrade, for example? Yes. You see his medals? Certainly, because they exist. And his sword? Yes. His head? Yes. His mind? Comrade, his mind, or this comrade's mind, or... 
<laughs> Shall we have you shot, Yinrik? Or is expulsion enough? What do you think, comrades? Shoot him. Uh, what was the book you were caught with, Yinrik? Varieties of Religious Experiences by Henry James. Western philosophy. Have him shot. Shoot him, have him shot, blood and blood and blood. Yinrik. Yes? To kill you would be to fail. You are clever. You think. Therefore, if you are clever for us, fought for us, we could win. Therefore, a victory for us, for communism. So go home. Go home and purge your mind. In about a day, I think, come to me and say to me, I am ready. Teach me to think. Teach me what you want me to know. Go home. And for this they expelled you? For daring to read? For daring to think? For this, Malata. This that they have done to you. Yes. After it will come arrest and torture and imprisonment and the labor camp. Malata. And death. As it came to Mikolash, who also was a student, who also read of alien philosophy. Malata. Death, death. Stop it. We speak of it no more, Malata. What time is it? It's almost the hour of... Turn on the radio, then. Lower. Turn it lower. Yenrik. Yes? Come here to me. Close to me. And sit with me. And watch the fall of night. And hold me. Mulata. Gentle Mulata. This is the voice of Free Czechoslovakia. And the voice of Radio Free Europe. Bringing you the news of the free world. Bringing you the knowledge that you are not forgotten. And the hope of your future liberation. The voice now of Free Czechoslovakia. This is Password Little Garden. Dear Mother, we know these are the worst times you have ever lived through, but you must believe that one day we will see you again. This is Password Hephaestus, calling my friends from the Krumlov area. The border crossing was hard and exhausting, but it was a success. Now I am well and I see true freedom. Tonight, as we promised, we are going to tell you about the Free Europe College in Strasbourg. Like Radio Free Europe, the college is maintained by the voluntary contributions of the American people. It is for students who have escaped from the Soviet orbit, from me? Soviet tyranny, from Soviet terror, for students who have fled across the border and come to Germany, where they have found a climate of freedom and of learning. Henrik, why have you turned it off? Why? I thought I heard a step on the stairs in the hall. Yes, I did hear. Turn on the lights, Malata. Quickly. Perhaps it's only the man who lives up. Stefan. Uh, comrade Stefan, who was walking the streets in loneliness and in regret, and who thought to call on a friend, on a comrade. 
May I? Come in. You know Malata? Of course. You brought her once to the university, and her sweet young face made such an impression amongst us. We talked of it, of you, of your lovely fiancé, Malata. Why are you here? I told you. It was a night of loneliness and of regret. How harsh we were with him, Milada, with your love. How uh, almost brutal. What savage blows we struck against his sensitive brain. And I became concerned for him. I became... Uh... <laughs> but uh, your young man, a man of intellect, of perception. And see him. See his face. How he knows I lie. How he knows I have no concern for him, nor pity, nor rage. But you... You have such emotions for him, Malada, and love also. Then tell him, convince him, take his hand, and lead him back to us with your young love. For this, that one day and soon, your gentle arms will not have to cradle his corpse. Well, tomorrow, Yenrik, and we will welcome you back with such warmth, such joy. Good night, Yenrik. Malada. Henrik? Henrik, beloved. Yes. What was said on the radio? The Free Europe College in Strasbourg. For those who escaped. I cannot. You must. You will. Hear me. Not without you. Then with me. If not alone, with me. It is 300 miles. 300 miles of guards and border patrols and informers and dogs. Wilderness and hunger and hiding. With me. With me. Henrik. Yes. But it must be now. Immediately now. Get your coat. A scarf for your hair if you have candy bars. Yes. Quickly, Malala. Quickly. Yes. My, my scarf. My coat. Candy bars. And this. Take it, Yenrik. What is it? The same that I have for myself. A small bottle of liquid. A poison that is kept here for insects and vermin. Malata. If we are caught, we will drink it. Together we will drink it. In this way, they will never separate us. This way, we'll, we will never leave each other. Yes. A thing they had talked about for a long time, now decided. But how to get to freedom... No passports, so they dare not trust trains nor other public conveyances. Nothing but their feet to carry them. Two sweethearts out for a casual stroll. So they walked. Prague to Kladno, across the Tava River, swollen by spring rains, to Kraslice, and close to the border now. Lonely paths through the mountain roads, and across fields, to the young lovers, almost a pleasant adventure. Almost. Run. Run. Quickly. In. When the rain came, when the lightning struck that tree back there, and, and the thunder, I... I prayed for a shelter for you. And now there's a barn. Now there's shelter. No, no, whatever it is, Milada, no. Don't move. Don't talk, but... But lie to us. 
See? There, near the wall. The straw. Hello? Go back to the house, son. The coat will be born. I will call you, and you will man. Don't breathe. Don't move. Name your colt, my son wants to know. Ludmilla? And if a stallion shall shall we name Out. Out or with this pitchfork. Now let me look at you. Step closer to the light. Two of you. Who of you now? We're not thieves. No. Truly, we're not thieves. Then what? Hikers. Throw down your papers then, so I'll know it. Well? There are no papers. Refugees? Yes. From what? Terror. The government of Czechoslovakia? Yes. I throw down the pitchfork for whatever symbol you wish to make of it. I am your friend. Oh, how grateful. Hush, hush. Now listen to me. Yes? Sleep. And at dawn I'll wake you. With directions to the border, which is nearby. And there is a guard I know who is there. And I will send you to him. And he is a friend. And he will show you how to get into Germany. I envy your courage. Do not fear. You are Raddick, the guard who... I am Raddick. Come forward. And you are the two who slept in my friend's barn. The pretty young girl and her young man. The refugees. Yes. He said you'd be our friend. Raddick, show us how we can get into Germany. And for this, we you are... are what? Grateful, because he was kind, as you are kind. And a final act of kindness. You're under arrest. Oh, no. Yes, I say it. You are under arrest. Betrayal. Escape to freedom, which was a thing of loneliness and of sobbing and of storm, halted now and betrayed. Made futile by a man who had given them a night's sleep in his barn and spoke gently of refugees and of courage and of help to be had from his friend, the guard. While they slept, informed to the man of the automatic rifle who stood guard on the Czech-German border, who was communist, who was called Radic. Lambs, lost little lambs to have huddled in his barn from the storm. <laughs> to have believed such as him... To come so innocent to the slaughter, to Radic. And you would kill You, if you try something. Her? Her of the pretty young face? Not her. Perhaps, if a tear fell on such a soft cheek. <laughs> come, move. Move. Where do you take us? To the hut there, where there is a phone, where I call the proper authorities. 
Tell them Roddick has snared two more. Roddick? Roddick? <laughs> How soft you say my name, and without fright. The thing you said. What thing? That you would kill him. If he wants it, if he must pretend to you he is a hero. He is no hero. Good. Not a hero. Something else. Mulata. Something else you are. Coward and traitor. Student who is superior to all around him. And arrogant. And looks down upon those around him. <laughs> upon you, little one. Upon such pertinence as you. Run, Malata. Run. The trick and run. Run across the border into eastern Germany and keep running. And behind them, the shouts of clamor and the baying of dogs. And like animals, hide. Run again into darkness and under the shield of night. Exhausted sleep. Dawn, then. And the highlands of eastern Germany to walk. And the forests of Bommerwald. Dangerous to walk the roads because they spoke no German. Therefore, easily recognized as foreigners. Easily arrested. And not dare ask for food. But walk where wilderness is. Wander the bogs of Thuringerwald and dig for food. Henrik, I have found another. Good. We will have a feast. Here, Malata, under the tree. <laughs> Shelter, warmth, food, and with my love. What more to ask? Freedom. Eat. I do not want to eat. You must. These berries and garnished with roots, and after we will hunt for... Lie close to the ground. Very close. Do not utter a sound. Breathe into the earth. Kaninchen. Kleine, wilde Kaninchen aus dem Wald. Und ich bin der Jäger. Und ich habe euch gefunden. Und euch gefangen. Steht auf! Und ich töte euch! We are refugees. We're not dangerous. We are but... Sie sprechen. Sie will den Kaninchen sprechen. He doesn't understand us, Malata. And his look, as if he were mad. His pistol. He holds it so close to your face. He will kill you. He will. Ich habe euch vom Wald gesehen. Sie aßen gerade. What? I... Essen. So. Hungrig. He's hungry. The sign he makes. Give them to him. Give him the roots and the berries. Take them. Please take them, old man. Nein, nein. You are hungry. Take them. We will find others. Dank, dank schön. Hold me. Hold me. By now, they had lost all track of time. Some days, they covered as much as 10 or 15 miles. Other days, they knew they were lost and had to retrace their steps. And always, there was the hunger. And always, the feeling somehow that the trip would never end. I can't go on. I can't. 
I can't, I can't. Carlotta. You go. You can make it. No. No, listen. What? Listen, can you hear it? A car. We must be near a highway. We'll ask someone for a ride. Yes. No. What? No. Suppose it's a communist who stops for us. Immediately there will be questions. Then there will always be the bottles, Mulata. The bottles of poison. We'll die together and that will be our victory. Yes. Then come. Henry? Yes? Pray? Yes. Was there ever such a prayer? That a vehicle should come by? That the driver of the vehicle be not a communist? That the driver be not a communist? Please, will you give us a ride? Nein, we don't speak German. We're a Czech. Kinder, children. Get into the wagon quickly. Get down on the floor. The car approaching has a spotlight. It is a patrol car. Quickly, quickly. to try to cross it. Now, dawn. We don't know how to thank you. Driving all night. Oh, it is I who should thank you to have given me the opportunity to help kindle whatever flame of protest. Now listen. Take advantage of the trees along the road. Go from one to the other. Then the bridge. And then the American zone. Then freedom. God bless you both and be at your side. Hallelujah. Quickly now, across the road. Now, as the woman said, from tree to tree. Yes. All right? Yes. Now. Look. Look at the bridge. Guards. Two guards. Russians. Walking their post. And across the bridge is freedom. Across the bridge is life. Yes. While the guards are walking away... Yes. Mulata, get up. Quickly, before the guards. I can't. My ankle. I'll help I you. Can't. I'll help you. I'm around my shoulder. I can't. I think I must have broken it. Stop. The Russian guards. They've seen us. Not without you. Stop! Leave me. The bottle. Leave me. I will drink of mine. Beloved, beloved. No separation, no torture. Yes, and I will drink of mine. My arrest, Alan. Hey! Hey, what's happened here? What's the matter? Americanse. Two young people. Uh, too much whiskey. Yeah? What do you think, Sarge? They're on our side of the bridge. 
uh, please? Oh, we'll take care of them. But they are our people. Our they... side of the bridge, Commissar. You see the marker? Our side. But, but... Carry the girl, Nolan. I'll take care of the guy. Yeah, but... Knock it off, Jack. Our side of the bridge. It belongs to us. What's the matter, sis? Too much of the booze? Boy. What? Sarge. Yeah? Poison. She said, yeah, yeah, the guy too. Come on, let's get a move on. Radio Free Europe, brought to you by your friends in America. The voice now of Free Czechoslovakia. This is Password Greenbauer. Calling all our friends in the area of Prague. We have recovered now from the poison, and we have married. We attend now the Free Europe College in Strasbourg. Students who escape the Russian orbit are welcome here. We wait for you with open arms. There is freedom here, and the teaching of ideas. Free ideas for which millions have been and are still ready to die. I hold out my hand to all of you. And this is Password Traviata, calling Yilava region. Greetings and remembrances to all our dear friends. We wait for you. We greet you from a free world. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy Show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy Show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y. And Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals, too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.